Hello friends, welcome to another episode of the Dialogic Podcast. It's Madison Marie Models. And Jake J. Thomas Photo. Coming at you. It's Sunday night here, and that doesn't matter because it's Tuesday <laughs> morning. Oh, I love it. Afternoon. You I, know what? You could be listening oh, to this on a any damn day. Friday. You could. You know what? You could be listening to this on an alien spacecraft. We don't know where these things are going. No clue. But, but we do hope you enjoy. Hopefully you enjoy it, aliens. Come to Earth and be nice. It's fun. We love you. <laughs> she, just made, <laughs> she just made a sign to at you. the audio recorder. <laughs> I know. I love when I do this. I've done this a few times. Yeah. There's no video. No. But. I can see her in the reflection of some sunglasses, so always. <laughs> I like a little alien in these sunglasses. A little. Okay, moving on. So today, we are going to tell you guys a little story. Adventure we had some, time. We had some fun today. We did. So it we, was about a six and a half hour fun time. What would you say the last five hours? If you include the first part. So, so how did I it, think I would. What oh, about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that was that was some of the most adventurous part of it, in a way. Okay, so folks, this is what happened. We oh, got up early right, 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 right. To go to our spot, which involves a pretty rigorous uphill hike, but it's not that not that big of a deal. But first thing in the morning, the morning it's pretty intense, you know. Trying the to first get thing you're doing up the hill before sunrise. Mm-hmm. Time that, again. It's a it's a uh, race against time. It's a race against time. Trying to get out there, get up there before the sun rises. And this morning, the forecast had predicted a bit of a gap in the weather. But once we got up there, till about ten ten a.m. is what I was reading uh, the night previous. I'm not sure. I thought I read it this morning, but I'm not really a hundred percent sure on that. So I'm not gonna. You heard her say that, folks. She read the weather forecast. Meh, meh, meh. Okay, you had a phone. Okay, you were just as capable. Don't even play. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know. No, but we we wanted to, you know, any morning we can get up there, we're going to try to because what we discovered, what I discovered is there's five minutes of the best light in the whole wide world up on top of that hill. So if we can get there for that five minutes... I Golden, bro. strongly believe that there's no one else in the world who's getting better light for their photos. During that five minutes, we can capture some amazing stuff. And create, Incredible. Create, magic. Create some magic. True. So, you know, every day you can do that. You want to do that. So we got up there early. But as we got up the hill, you know, and because it's so wet, tell them something about what it's like to walk. So, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty intense. You got to watch each step that you're taking, depending on the terrain. I mean, there's like, there's like, like, like. There's a lot of potholes. Is that the right word? I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah. There's, there's just holes. Big holes in the trail. It's slippery. You could really lose your footing. Loose rocks. Loose rocks. It's basically animals. It's almost like critters. a stream coming down the Oh, trail. that too. Correct. There's like this middle stream in the middle of... The, 
of the, the walk. Path. Yeah, so even while you're walking on rocks, it's slippery. And basically, it's like, a, it's like a puzzle. It's like yeah. every, every step you take has to be well-placed. Right. Otherwise, yeah. you're easily going to end up on your ass. And you're also just... You could twist an ankle. I mean, it's not like... There's a few different things you could do. We're not, it's not like climbing a mountain, folks, but it definitely requires your concentration. I think eventually here we're going to start... We'll go ahead and start documenting a little bit more with the pictures as far as the climb up. Yeah. Uh, just with our cell phones, and then we can kind of start linking those um, blog posts that we make about that spot. Maybe we can really go ahead and get a blog post going about the spot. Maybe. Not not talking about specifics, but just having pictures would be kind of cool. Do you know what I mean? I do know. Talking about our experience, things like that. Yeah, because there's something really beautiful about investing time and energy into one place. Right, I agree. So because maybe that'll be something that you guys can look forward to seeing. Yeah. While we talk about here the pathway, describing it to you, it'll be kind of cool for you guys to really see it one of these days. So yeah, but we'll try to do that. It's a state park and. You know, we really want to just know it. Right. Know it well. But so this morning we got up there and lo and behold, the <coughs> rain clouds moved in and surrounded us. And by the time, <laughs> by the time we got up to the top, we were, surrounded. <laughs> we were in a cloud and then it started raining and it started raining hard. <laughs> and it started raining on the way up and we kind of were like, you know what, let's, uh, Let's do a little bit of risk for the reward here, kind of a thing, right? I mean, we kind of, yeah, wouldn't you say, we kind of took a risk rolled, there? We rolled the dice a little bit. A little bit. But then when it really started raining, it Quickly, seemed like, we were like eh. it's a very, very bad idea. <laughs> There's no reward. Turn around, turn around. All risk. So basically, we ran back. <laughs> oh my God, we did. And so remember what you were saying about climbing up every foot step oh, you right. take? being carefully placed and like easily slipping <laughs> on the way down we kind of had a little mm. that went out the door a little bit it was there. some indiana jones style fleeing from the <laughs> temple of doom type shit we it really just, was yeah we were just Adventure. all out but then so what happened is because it was such a urgency to get the camera back safely to the car we were running fast and we got into this flow state where it was like just so fun you know, where it was like every step you take. And we're, by the way, we are drenched to the bone. Oh, yeah. Camera didn't get wet because we put a bunch of layers over it to protect it. But, I mean, if we had been out there too much longer, it was not looking good. It wasn't. It was not. But we decided, enjoying that sense of flow, when you get that adrenaline, first of all, right? Okay, danger kicks in that sense of boom. Yeah. Must act now. Fast. Go. <laughs> and that puts kicks you into that flow state right right so we didn't even it was like a it was a moment of he he met he looked back at me and he goes uh-oh or something about his camera and then the, that was the initial um spark. Flow, yeah spark to the state of flow for me anyway and i think him as well because all of a sudden we both just kind of like folk refocused and we got real serious got real super fast. serious and we didn't even like joke around we just kind of were like no communication no conversation not at all it was like business boom must get back must protect camera must protect camera must protect yeah but so so then as soon as we got back to the car there's something about that flow state that's so enjoyable that it was like immediately we were like kind of wanted to just keep going 
But yeah, exactly. Something inside of us was excited by it. Yeah, it's exciting to be out in the rain <coughs> running around because you're wet and everything about the environment tells you you shouldn't be there. But because you are warm, because you're running, it doesn't feel unsafe at all. So you just you get that little adrenaline going. So we got back to the car and we thought, hey, let's just keep going. So we took the camera home so it would be dry and safe. And we got some supplies together and we decided to go <coughs> scout out the Berry Falls hike. We went on the hike to Berry Falls to go look for spots to shoot some synergy clothing in the upcoming week. Because with all this rain, it's we figured rainy. the falls would be flowing pretty well. It's been really rainy. We've been getting... <coughs> It's been on the news talking about the inches, so I mean we've been getting a good amount of rain. Some some serious volume. Oh. And uh, so we set out north to Waddell Creek. Which, the history was interesting. Yeah, which is um, it's a state park, but its original name, or I don't know what its original name is, but the the first European name given to it was the Canyon de Salud by the Spanish when Portola and the, uh, his band of explorers came through the area. They had a number of, of people who were sick and they decided to go up into this canyon, Waddell Creek, where we went hiking. They called it the Canyon of De Salud because they went up there to regroup and to let all the sick die. And- In a peaceful place, I guess, was it, the idea probably. Yeah, and it was like, okay, you know, it's being in battle, being on the move with sick people makes it really hard. So they went to go and try Rest. heal those who could heal and those who would die, they would bury them and move, move on. on. But every single person in the company got better, which is why they named it the Canyon de Salute. And I felt that today. I felt the healing powers. It's a very, very special place. It was. It is. Well, it was. It, but, I mean, I mean that because I experienced it today for the first time, and it really was magical for me. I looked at him and said, oh, my gosh, I haven't felt like this in a long time. It's that nature's high. It's the runner's high that people talk about that I've never experienced from running, personally. Um, but the feeling that I was feeling was a sense of tingle, uh, warmth. A little, not out of body, I don't want to say that because that's a little far, but almost, almost because it was super you're intense, vibrating, you it. were like, vi I felt like vibrations, Yeah. so it was a little out of body, it was like I was coming out of my body, but like, right, only like an inch out, if that makes sense, not like staring at me, Yeah. down like at it, but like, more so just like, oh, like I can't really explain it to you. Like, this, you, but. you know when the hair raises up on your arm? Exactly. I was the hair... That's that little gonna, space of like, yeah. there's nothing really touching there, but there's this awareness. Okay, so you know like an outline, this is, this is a little dark, but you know an outline when they go to a scene, a crime scene, and they outline the bodies? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. a little dark, I'm not trying to reference anything like that, but it's a good way to, that outline is exactly how I felt out of body, that little tiny space. Yeah, it's like a little aura around your an body. An aura, mm. That'd be the hippie way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's the first time I've ever actually thought about an aura 
in a way that made sense to me because exactly usually it sounds like complete bullshit but what it is i think is that sense of it's kind of a primal thing of being in a forest where intuitive your 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 instincts are coming alive and the hair on the back of your neck is raising them oh felt so good because there are predators out there mm. And there are deer. And we knew we were entering, and we knew, I knew that we were going to be going in for a long time. Right. He prepared me, letting me know that it wasn't going to be about a three hour on the way One out. way hike, yeah. All right, so. Yeah, so we <clears throat> knew we were, and that's the thing about when you go deep into the forest like that. Mm. So it's a three hours to get to the falls, which means three hours, if things are going well getting back right like right. if you hurt your foot or your ankle or your which, knee which uh story time well we'll get to that later but <laughs> if you get hurt out there it's going to take a long time it's to no get joke out. so there's this there's a seriousness to being mm. out there because you know it's like a feeling of exposure you're far away from the safety vulnerable. of society very vulnerable in the middle of a storm so you it definitely makes you feel alive and that little heightened area of awareness around your body where your instinct is is attuning itself to the world around you yeah. feels kind of like what they describe as an aura. It is. It was exactly like that. Okay, so the, Good way another way is like when they talk, when they sh depict angels, right, with a halo. I was thinking of that too. That's exactly That's what I was thinking too. That's a more positive image of it. It's almost like a halo. That's like what I was thinking too. The space around you that's kind of electrified and, yeah. It was a magical feeling. It was very spiritual, that's for sure. I mean, I felt very, very spiritual at the moment. Yeah, I did too. And, okay, so this, <coughs> the, other, the other thing, folks, is this particular forest, you know, this walk goes along a creek and follows it all the way up to these falls. And so along this, this corridor is very, very wet, and there are some very, very intimidating animals. Mm. In fact... There's tons of them. You want to tell them about the animals we saw? The deer? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was getting lost with his little sarcasm, sarcasm there because I was like, wait, where? Okay, so there was newts. Newts. It was a uh, new discovery for me personally. I think I've heard maybe the name newt. I just have never seen them. Or remember seeing them in my life and they were some interesting amphibians correct correct yeah and they uh, they're very cute I didn't know what to expect so going in I let him know the way he described them to me my reaction was okay so be prepared for the fact that I might react in a very interesting way because she was so scared of the potato bug I was worried about the newts <clears throat> and and I was even so all I was just yeah I was trying to prepare myself mentally because I didn't want that to be, like, a factor at all. I didn't want to be afraid of them. So I was a little bit... <laughs> I was a little scared. The way that he described them was like, whoa, 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 wee, wah, kind of things. And if you guys remember, if you listened to the last podcast, he described it as, like, finding 394. So in my head, it was like, whoa, that's going to be a whole lot. And he wasn't that far off. So we discovered about 119 or something like that. On the way up. Newts on one the way. way, one way. Uh, uh, 119 newts. Divide that by three hours. I, I'm not going to even try to Oh, that's like 30 
30 newts an hour, 35 newts an hour. It was so intriguing. It was, they were, okay, so again, they're really cute. Adorable. They're super adorable. We came up with some little ideas here and there because of them, like, what a good little character. <laughs> I've been I've been kind of thinking that the newt is one of my spirit animals for a while. Oh. Partly because I'm a writer and an artist, and so that's kind of like being amphibian, because you live in, ah, both, in both of those worlds. I see, I see. Yeah, I, relate, I see the relation. I relate to the newts <laughs> strongly. <laughs> Super slow motion. The new spirit is strong. They're super chill. I can see it. (laughs) I've got a bunch of spirit animals, but the newt is one of them. Sloth too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like looking at your face like, yeah, you got you got a sloth. (laughs) (laughs) You too. We're a couple of slothers. Oh my god. That's cute. That is cute. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, sloth, newt. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. really cool. I'm glad you say the common me because sometimes. Yeah. Not, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the newts are amazing, and the thing is, you have to watch the ground so carefully because. <sighs> Talk about watching your footing. Right. <gasps> this time, it's not for your safety; it's for the safety of the newts because they camouflage into the color of the of the leaves so perfectly. Perfect. And there's so many different shades of them and the leaves. It was insane. It's amazing. <laughs> they go from like this really dark kind of burnt almond color to like a really light, almost toffee. It was so weird. It was such a trip. And I was so, I was so like, I don't know if nervous is the right word. I was just very cautious of my footing because there was so, like, I, I didn't know what to expect as far as where and all that. Um, I don't know that you expected it. I don't know. I mean, I guess you've done it before. So did you expect? Yeah. Were I, you that careful the entire <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that's a lot. It's a lot of watching. Because I was trying to enjoy the moment as well as, as what, it was just such an interesting uh, experience all, all around because I was so focused and worried about watching and care, being careful for their lives, the newts, as well as trying to enjoy the surroundings scene, that I've never yeah. seen before. It was new. So it was an interesting, while trying to stay in motion and not get distracted by each little beauty. Right. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing, too. Is when you're on that long of a trip and there's so many things to look at. you got to be pretty smart about your time management, I guess, is yeah, and it's energy management, too. That, too. You're thinking, like, basically... In the beginning, you're like, you're getting cocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to warn her that it was going to be more challenging than... I was but, skipping around, yeah, jogging around. Excited. But it's like, I didn't want... it. That's kind of the perfect thing that pushes us but isn't too far, and that's the balance I wanted to achieve. It where it's amazing. like. Okay, this is going to take pretty much everything we got. It did. It took it took everything in me to keep going. Yeah. It was it was such a mental and physical test. Yeah. And you know, it's not it's nothing like life-threatening, but no. it, but it is challenging. It's challenging. So, you know, that's what I look for where it's safe but adventurous and Challenges you, drives you, you know, makes you makes you dig inside. Uh-huh. And there are definitely points walking back where 
moments of weakness. Pain started to become a factor, and it's like, okay, now how do you manage that pain? What do you do? How do you breathe through it? What do you? How do you walk a little bit differently to yeah. ease up on that ankle or what? Whatever what's it is. going on, you know? And it's bizarre because you start out feeling so good, and you come back feeling so rough. I said it. I said, wow, I feel really old. I feel like an old person. And he laughed. And he was like, can you imagine feeling like this all the time? Yeah. No. No, I truly, honestly, I can't. Yeah, when you're on the last part of a long, long hike like that, you feel, your knees feel I've never felt pain in my knees. I mean, I have, okay, when I was younger and growing, growing pains, that was when I did, that was the last time I remember having that kind of pain. Yeah. But yeah, you feel everything. It makes you feel like it's not my problem area. So, and but then we came home and took a nap, and it's like boom, right back at it. I know, I can stand. But there was one moment during our hike today that two, two, where the uh, element of danger rose a little bit. Oh yeah, because there are, I think there's four bridges that you cross the creek. Oh, and right know. now, the creek is raging. Uh, a little bit. Um, <clears throat> it, it's as high as it ever gets. Pretty interesting. So we got to one of the places where there's... Basically, it's like two little wooden bridges that don't connect. They're separate that cross the creek. And we got to the first part, and the first section of it had washed away. Mm-hmm. Was not connected to the land. But it held on by a cable. Yeah. So I tried cable to, from one side to the other as far as they were connected to a tree. So I tried to pull the bridge back through the water with the cable and I got it most of the way back. But the other side in the middle of the river, raging fucking river. I mean it's a creek, but at this point it looks like a river. Right. Is not is falling into the right place, right? Can't really catch like a stable Whatever underneath the footing, I mean. Yeah, there's we can't get the one half the bridge to sit with the strong footing, and with that much water, I don't even know if it could sit anywhere. Well, that was the thing is my concern was I mean, it was so intense the rushing water. I was like, okay, we could get wet, swept away real quick. I mean, our footing as we walk across this damn thing. Right. And but so it was kind of like that moment of do we make it to the waterfall or do we turn back? Yeah. So I decided to go for it. And now the first half of the bridge is like at a 45 degree angle. So I'm, I'm like walking across it, crouched down, balance. trying to balance. And then I get to the end and then the whole thing shifts <laughs> to fall into place and just pitches me right off into the water. And oh. yeah, I went, yes. I went in the creek. Sure did. But then I was able to stabilize the bridge. Madison <laughs> sweet scram- me. scrambled across. <laughs> like hot, hot potatoes. I was like pretty she, nervous. Like she was playing lava. Like ah, Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. Well, because I was like, I just watched him go through what he went through. And uh, afterwards, he asked me how I felt as far as the safety levels. And I was fine. It's just It was still concerning. Again, once he fell in, I still hadn't. I mean, I knew he was going to put on a brave face regardless of what he had just gone through so i knew if he hurt himself i wouldn't know at that moment so i was like what the f- what happened are you good <laughs> he was just in the middle of the damn thing waiting for me to cross correct yeah yeah just chilling in the river 
very, submerged. Very, very cold. Really. Waiting for me. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So we got to cross. Took one for the team for sure there. Made it across. And yep, then, safely. But that definitely upped the discomfort levels for me because now I was very, very cold and very, very wet. I felt so bad. But it was definitely worth it because I wanted to get to the waterfall. So we make Champ. it up to the waterfall, and that thing is gushing. Gushing. Right I mean, the water is. Gushers ain't got shit on that waterfall. Uh-uh. <laughs> Water's kind of muddy right now because it's. A little murky. Such a you know fresh storm, mm. but as it's coming off of that waterfall, you just stand there and you just feel. The wind. Like just it's this force of nature. Mm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's you know it's almost like when you're at the ocean and you feel oh yeah that we vast that. sense of power of water right the respect yeah it's like that respect aspect right oh you you see what water can do and right the you power. feel it that's how I felt at Niagara Falls I compared it to that even yeah. though it's not anywhere in scale no it's just that the feeling of it was still similar it's a waterfall waterfalls are waterfalls yeah and you really respect that. Yeah, water water is powerful. Water is a powerful thing. It's a powerful element. So that was our adventure today. It's a fun adventure. Much needed, I think, with everything that's been going on in life. It's always nice to step away. Yeah, what do you guys do to refresh yourself? Do you have any trips or tricks that you do? For self-reflection, things like that. And refreshing your, your mood, your energy? Because that's what it was for me, is it's like... Absolutely. It's recharge. Yeah, it's like resetting everything. Because even if you are in, like, a good set of habits, like waking up every day, going for the sunrise, shooting, being creative and disciplined, Mm -hmm. even still, that is a rut in some way, even if it's a good one. So it's nice to take... Mm. A chance to just shake it up. Yeah, absolutely. And really kind of just get outside of your comfort zone. Did you get outside of your comfort zone today? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I did too. I'd say a few different times for different, like I said, reasons with the mental part and the physical part. Exactly. So it was it was a it was a growing experience and and I guess I can say in detail so you can understand a little bit better is there was just times where I felt like I couldn't continue with my uh, back feeling the way it did bef- uh, previous to even starting the hike. Uh, but when we did talk about it, I had said expressed to Jake that I was ready for a little bit of pain. So mentally, I feel like. I was ready for it, if that makes sense. But physically, it kind of, at the end, they overtook me a little at moments. Yeah, and it's that last <laughs> hour of walking that really Got to us. that challenges you. Right. How's your back feeling now? It's feeling good. After doing a little bit of stretching there for a few. Um, and I that nap, I think, really helped me, too. Like... Both mm. of us feel a whole lot better right when we woke up. Wow, what a nap. So I think the power nap was a real beneficial thing. Because I'm not so great with the naps during the day. I've gotten better. <laughs> but. Yep. 
But anyway, it was it was after nice. an exertion like that, it really recharges you. It feels good. It did. You wake up, get a little coffee. Mm. Next thing you know, you're podcasting. Till ten thirty. <laughs> yep, yep. And then a little chicken soup. Mmm, good for the soul. Those things, the simple things, you know, the things you can do yourself that are just so important to the quality of your life. Satisfying. And then coming back and continuing our research of brands. Mm. And like really starting to get the sense that we want to be involved in the health food movement one way or another. Right. And kind of the alternative health, eco-conscious brand, alternative brand movement. Right, in general. Like, so basically the health food store... Right. ...is our shit. <laughs> we gotta... I was, we were just talking about uh, trying to find a local one here in Santa Cruz to kind of go and cruise around and get an idea. Because we've only really begun this whole process uh, right. together. Well, are you talking about, so you're talking about like a supplement. That, but also they do have snacks. They have alternative snacks at these places too. Yeah. Right. So that, yeah, there's that. We're going to look into all the different avenues and the places where people are making, because paleo and keto are diet categories that don't like sugar. So they have a lot of innovative ways of creating delicious things and... Like, for example, we were just looking at Bob's Red Mill, mm. yes. web, the website, and, oh, we are excited to, to make some things from that. So excited. I was talking to him about my love for oats recently. I, uh... <laughs> um, it's true, she was. <laughs> so, it's funny, because I, I guess I never expressed it. There's just little things... After meeting Jake, shortly after, I think there was a few, there's just a few things that it's like, oh, I felt like he already should know that because I felt, it feels like he's known me forever. So there's little things that are coming up, like the fact that I love oats. She loves oats. Loves. So Bob's (laughs) makes some mighty fine oats and we're going to experiment with just a simple oats recipe and maybe create a little content, do a little blog post. Have some fun. But they also have so many great recipes, and the paleo section of their recipe blog has just some delicious-looking nutritional snacks. Mmm, treats. Mm. Snacks, I would say even more so delectable treats. They're so yummy. My inner sweet tooth was excited because I felt a sense of, wow, there's alternatives. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's a good feeling. Good discovery. And just like we were kind of... We've been thinking about how Tesla wants to be as performance as any other car company out there. While also being electric, alternative Mm -hmm. energy. Right. That's kind of what we're thinking about in terms of content creation. Or also just the product that we want to be be a part of or create yeah so that they are as good as or better tasting than their snickers bars than their counterpart yeah something like that they should both be good for you but also they should taste better than the competition just like a tesla goes faster yeah i agree 100 percent. especially because i'm uh 
I am a attest to that. I've always really craved sugar. I've always had a little bit of an issue with wanting sugar too much. I've noticed that. So it's good to, like I said, see and research other options. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a good opportunity. You know, it's being a dad, you want to create healthy snacks for your kids that they will actually really want to eat. And you want to give them treats, too. I wish I knew about this sooner. <laughs> so it's it's super inspiring to think about, you know, being able to create things that you feel good about giving to your kid. Yeah, exactly. And share it, hopefully. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And Inspire others to try the same. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially if I... This is the cool thing is if I enjoy it, I know yeah. I can 100% stand behind it because oh, yeah. I love sweets. So. Right. Exactly. This is going to be... <laughs> if she, we have an expert sweet... <clears throat> I'm serious. I mean, it's a problem. Tester. I know it's a problem. I'm trying to get uh, through the sugar addiction. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a real addiction. I'm like, uh... Well, <laughs> admitting I'm, it over here in public. But I mean, it's something that you should talk about especially yeah. if you've dealt with it so absolutely i mean who, who hasn't had a sugar addiction <laughs> who right. hasn't really out no, there right. you guys have no problem with sugar or do you start binging during the holidays what's your relationship with sugar like are you being aware of how much you're consuming because mm. uh, that's another thing i think that a lot of people don't really think about or realize is reading the labels and being aware, being mindful of yeah. what you're choosing at the grocery stores or wherever you go shopping. Um, I don't know. Well, and then also, <laughs> you know, we're starting to learn more about nutrition. That too. This Becoming a, a lot more conscious of it. Yeah, and this is a good opportunity to just take the time to actually learn about nutrition. Right. You know, and like the basics of it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the calorie is a unit of energy. The body requires energy to... Do everything that it does, and you can get energy from protein, fats, or carbohydrates or sugars. Mm. And then sugars break down into different types that are found in different food groups. But basically, added sugars that don't have any fiber to them are just, they call them empty calories because Mm. there's no other nutritional value besides just the energy. And so that causes a lot of problems because you don't use it all you store it as fat it causes your blood sugar <clears throat> to spike yeah there's all, there's all these health Risk. effects consequences of eating that added sugar yeah but we're trying to learn about okay so why does the fiber when you eat an orange slow down your body's absorption of that fructose what is that process? And then how much are you actually absorbing? So if you're eating this much of an orange, it has this many grams of fructose. <clears throat> but what is the actual effect on your body? These are the things we're starting to look into and, uh, you know. Think about, really. Because we want to design foods that work well with your body. And we want to choose foods that are going to make us feel good as well as taste good. So it's really important to do these a little research. Yeah, we have to educate ourselves about Projects. nutrition. Yeah. You know, because it's not, it's not well, common it's sense. For, yeah, it's for ourselves, number one. It's for 
future generations. It's for, I mean, like you yeah. said, being a father. So it's like so direct for you. You know, I, I mean, I would even think of it as like, it's like nutritional literacy. Exactly. And not understanding how the Basics, body works. How it breaks and, down things. And, and what food does to you and why things are good for you or bad for you means that you just are you just shooting in the dark. You don't even have a chance of making good decisions because <clears throat> you don't know what works or doesn't. Right. And that's wild that you know, we could be adults and not understand that when it's so fundamental to who we are and how we work. Right. But it's definitely eye opening, it's for sure an eye an eye opening um research and development situation. Yeah, I mean that's what I love about research is like boom, all of a sudden you get on this path of discovery and you start finding out better ways to do things. And then once you under once you understand what's happening, I feel like there's something to that too. Like knowing what is happening to your body when you mm-hmm. eat something mm-hmm. helps that process to happen. It's like the placebo effect, right? I agree. So you're eating this thing that you know is bad for you. It's a mm-hmm. negative placebo. You have you're doing it against your own best interest. So there's kind of like this crossing up your own self. Yeah, exactly. You're meeting that um, angel and devil on your shoulder situation. Yeah, that's when you're caving into the devil and you know you're feeling bad about it. (laughs) But if you're eating something that you feel good about, your body is going to, just like when you take a placebo pill, Mm. your body shifts into that healing mode because it thinks it's going to be good for you. Right. It's the same sort of thing when you make conscious decisions based on your health. You get both the health benefits and the mental <clears throat> effect of knowing that you're making a choice that the outcome is going to be positive. It's a win-win. Yeah, there's like a momentum that happens there, I, I feel. Mm-hmm. And that kind of momentum happens with all good choices that are, that are healthy choices, you know? Right, absolutely. Because you start to crave the thing that's going to make you feel good as well as the thing that's going to make you have pleasure yeah get the best of both and if you get the best of both there's no reason why not to right i mean there's exactly there's no reason i mean i was just (laughs) discovering that today with uh bob's red mill on his you can just go right to their uh website and find all these different kinds of recipes i mean they have so many and yeah. there's categories. It's, it's very cool. So I would check that out if I were you. Oh, it's a wealth of information and inspiration. Oh, if you're into food, if you're a foodie, if you're not, if you're just you've got anybody. Kids, kids just, and you want to make some healthy cookies for them. It's easy stuff too, guys. It's really, a lot of it seemed very simple. Yeah. To the point. And yeah. So. so we're going to make some of these recipes. We might do our own variations and we will... Uh, create a blog post showing you some of the Bob's Red Mill recipes. Yes, absolutely. So look out for that coming up in the near future. Um, Excited about that one. Yeah. So what else? What else are we thinking about? Um, I was just thinking about how Christmas is coming up pretty soon in the new year. Kind of wild, huh? Rushing towards the end of the year, we are for sure. Right. Getting to the, to the finish line. Yeah, today's December eighth. 
we got 13 days till the shortest day of the year. And then the days will start getting longer again. It's like, it's like if you flip up a quarter, hmm. and at a certain point, it stops. Mm, flipping. And, well, it stops going up, mm. and then oh. starts to come back down. Mm-hmm. There's that one moment when it's at the top, and it stops. Where it slows down to a standstill, mm. and then starts back up again. I feel like that's what this time of year is. And how everything kind of does slow down to this standstill. And it's like... And then it goes back into action. It freezes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. That's very cool. And there's like a gravity to it that's like that, where it's this inevitable thing of, oh, here comes the end of the year. Right. And there we go, rushing towards it. But this, this is the end of a decade, too. That was also another interesting part of it, is yeah. the end of the decade. Yeah, the turn... 2020? Are you see It's... 2020, baby. That's I, really wild. I feel like we look at decades as significant, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you talk about the 80s, you talk about the 60s, you talk about the 90s. And I don't know that things really change according to a decade that neatly. Mm-hmm. But it sure seems to, as we're looking back... Right. So as you approach a new decade, it's a trip because it's like, well, what are the what are the twenties going to be like? But then it's also even like, okay, well, <laughs> what were so the weird. teens like? Yeah. And like, is there a distinct difference between the first decade and the second decade of the twenty first century? The knots or and the teens, I guess you would say. The what? The knots, like two thousand to two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. And then the. The teens, ten, mm. 10 to 20. I'm sure there is a significant difference. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head, but... Yeah, what would you... Because, okay, if we look... Cell phones? At, I don't know. Cell Tell phones, me if I'm wrong. Cell phones. That would be this last Well, that's the first thing decade. that came to mind. How That'd about... This last decade, that would be a huge change. The internet, all Social that. Social media. All of it. But internet was back even in the 90s. Okay. But 2000 to 2010 is the first internet boom. That's the internet startup That's what I'm thinking. phase. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But what was, besides that, what uh-huh. was the cultural... There is, like, I think, think about, modeling changed really a lot because okay. of social media. Sure. What do you think about that? But, but what about, so 2000 to 2010, what was that like as far as culture? Oh, gosh. Because that was a kind of transitional period where the internet was not really that big of a factor until the end of it, I would say. But okay, that's oh, like, yeah, true. It's like the mixtape era of hip-hop, though. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of the... Because having like the strong, internet so young... Oh, it's it a so strong weird. indie rock era of, like, MGMT... Mm. Um, mm-hmm. there's that whole kind of vibe vibe Phoenix uh, mm-hmm. like don't know Phoenix um, Lumineers like all the kind of indie rock that developed but I guess that's even now too I don't know what quite the separation is but there's definitely musical changes I don't know maybe we're not far enough away from it to see it yet 
Or maybe, I think so too. maybe maybe there's not enough of a distinct difference between or that the two. Too. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what I'm wondering. And too. with social media, will the decade be a relevant unit of time anymore? I know. You know, because because part of what used to define eras were critics. Mm. Right? And I think there is a convenience for critics to put things into periods of a decade. That makes sense. But now, it's it's the public that's defining culture. Absolutely. Not just critics. Right. Everyone's a critic. Everyone has an opinion about culture. Right. And so, I think it's things change faster. It's a lot more developing. Yeah, it's more dynamic. Quick developing. Dynamic. Yeah, things change and they reverse and they... Oh my gosh, yeah, that's a trip, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because there's no organized structure to it. It's just coming from everywhere all the time. All the time, and it's always so different. Everyone's perspective and uh, opinion is so... In- you can have a similar, yeah. but also at the same time, you'll probably be able to find something different. I'm sure. To some degree. But then when these thing- things do happen where they trend and there is some sort of consensus... Mm-hmm. Or not a consensus, a unified. I know what you're saying. But like enough of a group, yeah, takes up a, an idea where oh. it gains steam. It's trippy. So all those things. It is trippy. All those things are shaping our culture now, and it's like, fashion too, right? There's so many different boutiques that arise through the power of social media, through the power of celebrity. I feel like. Mm-hmm. If anything, we've seen an amplification of celebrity. Mm. Their power? Both their power, their reach, and then also who gets to be a celebrity, what celebrity even means. Mm. It's like... Every, it's changed a lot. Right? Everyone's a little famous. Depends on how... It, there's levels to this shit. There's so many levels to it now, whereas before it was like four or five levels, and like you either got in the game or you didn't. Right. Now anyone is in the game, no matter whether or not you choose to play it. Anyone or, cares, right. you know. It's like if you get three people to care, you're in it. Mm, true. You get a thousand people to care, and you know that's more significant. And then it just keeps going up. Mm. And there's a certain point where it's like, you being on the internet is like being in public, mm-hmm. and so yeah. you know it's you. You have to expect that there could be trouble. There could be trolls, <laughs> controversy. You could, you know, I mean, everything you do there is public record, so it's it like can be recorded, screenshotted, whatever. You know, so it's definitely interesting time, but it's the time to be thoughtful and careful about what you're doing too. Right. But yeah, and that's why choosing different brands that we want to work with is kind of like... And researching them. And researching them and sharing that research, I think is a good way to try and take control of that creative process and contribute in the direction that we want. Yeah, with with a guidance, some sort of direction and guidance. Yeah, you know, and thoughtfulness and of like... And- Okay, and and then there's a reason, like, okay, these brands all sort of go together because they share a similar mm-hmm. set of values mm-hmm. that we do, and so we're comfortable promoting them, representing them, 
and selling their products. Right. They don't feel weird about promoting it in a way that's organic and... Authentic. Mm-hmm. You know, is there's some paychecks you can take that won't change a single thing. Mm-hmm. Because you would eat that thing either way. Or, you know, it's like... And that's kind of like... That's what I like to do is just look around at my life and see what things I've already chosen mm-hmm. and then research those brands, but also research the brands so you can choose the right brands. Right. Knowing all of it is good. Both, it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. But that, they both lead towards authentic content creation of, okay, this is what I really like and this is why. I believe in these things. You know, I think organic farming is the way to go. And Amy's does this amazing organic mac and cheese that my daughter loves. You know, mm. like there's real reasons to talk about it. Right. And, you know, that's when you start out that way, instead of just trying to go make a photo, doesn't right. it change? It changes the connection. Just like when you talked about our little trip earlier. Yeah. And just the history behind it before we went up there. I really appreciated that. It made me appreciate it a whole lot more. Yeah, it does. Huh? It makes you think about it. it while you're, while you're going on the trail. Absolutely. And yeah, because it's, when you start to research a brand, you realize every brand has a story. Every brand has a history. Right, whether it's from a... You have to read, like you said, the critic, because there's going to be a lot of that still now. And mm-hmm. we talked about how it's, you know, more public, mm-hmm. the critic, and then also what they're saying about themselves. Right. Like, every business is going to represent itself in a certain way, and then there's going to be, you know, critical reviews of it. Yeah. And, and these days, you do still have experts who weigh in on things. Right. It's not all public, but just but majorly. you also what... have the whole public and their opinion on things. Like, for example... Which, who are you selling to, you know? What, are, what have been some big food things in the public recently? Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, so in Salinas, there was a another... Um, what is it? They had an infestation, I think, with some of their salads, their greens. I don't remember which kind. Was it iceberg? I don't know. Something happened recently with salad, with a green the green and um they had an infestation of some kind of a disease or disease bug or something along the lines of that so they had a uh, recall mm. yeah yeah and it was in the grocery store we were at Neelief here in santa cruz mm. a local grocery store we were at i saw the, a sign and then i read about it in a news article the day after or something like that oh wow yeah, so what do you make of that? What do you think about that? It's just scary. It can be scary. Food. Yeah. Yeah. And the good ones. <laughs> yeah. Greens. And it's interesting because it made... Actually, the other day, it made me think about when... Because I used to work for a hotel. And when I was working as a front desk, I had these guests who were from Brazil, I believe, or somewhere. I believe Brazil. can't remember. Or Puerto Rico. I don't know. I think it was Brazil. I'm trying to think of their... Anyway. They commented on the grocery stores when they went out shopping. 
here and they spoke about how the texture of our green like spinach he said and your greens he said is very weird to him and felt almost fake because the layer he's, he's like there's like this like weird film on it like what? in comparison to his mm-hmm. experience at home which i can't remember exactly where he was from mm-hmm. uh, but he just expressed that to me because we i was trying to help him in his room so we had to be in the hallway for, for a while it was interesting. There was a problem with the magnetic situation in the door and the card and all that. And we had we had no maintenance because it was it was pretty late and um, quite the experience, quite the conversation. So, so it was pretty interesting to hear yeah. somebody's opinion on that. Yeah, that is interesting. Kind of scary. Eye opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's- it makes me want to know, like, I want to understand. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, food safety is an interesting topic. It's like, I remember seeing that Andy Warhol show at the MoMA. They had some of, a lot of Warhol's work, people don't always realize, it has to do with death and darkness. But there's this one series he did about these tuna fish cans that killed people it was a contaminated batch of tuna and a bunch of people died around the country damn and he blew up just a picture of the tuna fish cans and it's a huge like 10 by 12 foot painting but there is this idea it's like you go to the grocery store to get food to eat but i mean the food system is really complicated and there are toxins involved and you know there are health risks and sometimes it's not safe and that it is scary because you're just trying to eat some food but that's why if it you're is. going to you know i mean it's always better to know the farm but even still things are going to happen you know and it's like there is Absolutely. no ultimately safe place being alive as a human there's risk involved always right you gotta outweigh the risk and reward kind of thing, right? I think that's the right way. Yeah, that was pretty interesting to me, especially being so close by. Salinas is not far. Mm hmm. Did people get sick from it or? I think so. I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Pretty tired here, folks, but we had quite the day, so. I'll have to read a little bit. I'll have to read a little bit more about that because, like I said, it's pretty concerning. Yep. I mean, it was concerning, alarming, alarming for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, sounds like we've come to the end of our time here. So, <laughs> it's been another episode of the Dialogic Podcast. Thanks for giving a listen. Till next time. Jake J. Thomas and Madison Marie Models. Peace.